and this is my time. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Thank you for joining us today. This is a super special day in the 425 Show world. Um, it is our three-year anniversary. Oh. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Yay! Yay! I know three years of doing the show, three years of you tuning in and listening, and I am so grateful for you. I have to admit, when I started this thing, it was one of those, hey, this is a great idea. I'm super excited. Mm, Is it a good idea? Time will tell. Maybe we'll make it six weeks. (laughs) And here we are, three years later doing my passion, which is sharing up to the moment real estate information with you so that you can make good decisions and also highlighting local businesses so that we can spread the word about what makes this such an amazing place to live. It's been a fantastic journey that I have had so much fun on. Um, I love getting notes from people that have listened to the show and found out about something amazing or someone amazing that they didn't know of before and hearing back from our guests about the people that they have connected with as a result of being on the show it's what it's all about for me um because i believe in small businesses i believe in supporting other people and i believe that this is an amazing spot to live just what the whole show's about so yay thank you for that usually i start with a real estate update but kind of what the whole show is about today, because in honor of today being our third anniversary, I have Vanessa Rimkis with Fairway Mortgage on the show with us today. Hello. Yay, good morning. Vanessa, you were my very first guest three years ago. Hey. Oh, we were so nervous. <laughs> I know. You were so sweet when I said, hey, I've got this ideal. I don't know how this is going to go. Will you come on the show? And you said, Absolutely. Uh, why not? I know. And it was a great show then. And I'm excited to uh, do a, an updated show today in honor of our third anniversary. And you're a lender and the market's pretty nuts. So I think it's also fitting that we just tune in and talk about like what's what's going on in mortgages. What do buyers need to know? What What's going on really is what it's all about in the mortgage world. Perfect. Yeah, no, it has been, it has been crazy. I mean, I've, I've been in the mortgage industry since 99 and, you know, we've seen a lot of crazy things in the markets. We've seen, you know, the 2007, 2008 markets, Mm -hmm. you've seen recovery, you've seen rates um, in volatile environments. And um, this is, this is definitely an intense, intense market, but it is, there's still a lot of great things that come with the markets. I mean, you've got interest rates that are, you know, still at historical lows, you know, they may have popped up a little bit, but it is, um, it is definitely some teamwork that goes in to make sure that our, our buyers and sellers are as successful as they can be, um, in such a competitive market. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, like you said, successful in a competitive market, all lenders are not created equal. And I think that is a super important thing to understand 
A, if you're mostly if you're a buyer out there trying to buy right now, but also if you're a seller and you're accepting an offer from a buyer who's getting a mortgage, which they most likely are, like 98% of people are getting mortgages. Yeah. Um, and even if they're waiving the financing contingency, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show, the person doing the mortgage matters tremendously. It does. It does. It, um, it matters, you know, definitely to find out people's resumes right now a little bit, do a little bit of searching, make sure I always tell clients ultimately, you know, rates, rates are usually, um, pretty similar, um, for the most part amongst Mm -hmm. lenders, but you just have to find your right team. And I feel like that goes for the real estate side and it goes for, for the lending side. Um, you know, there's so many different twists and turns that things can, can take, but if you feel like you're, you're confident in your team and you know that they're doing all of the things to set you up for success, um, then, then you're with the right lender and realtor. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about, you talked about this, uh, when you first came on the show about rates, I want to come back to how that plays out the team aspect and why we're not all created equal and how it can make a difference in not only the overall experience, but their end result. But the power of interest rates is always mind blowing to me. Um, And it's something that I think we don't articulate enough to our clients because, you know, we're so much about the purchase price and the purchase price is a big deal. You know, that big giant number matters a lot and it's what we're focused on, but the interest rate and that fluctuation in interest rate makes a much bigger difference than I think most people understand. Absolutely. So um, what's what's really interesting is, um, you know, last year when COVID hit, we saw rates take take a nice drop and it was a, a crazy time um, yeah. in both the real estate and the lending world because not only do you have clients purchasing um, homes, you also have a lot of people that are like, oh my gosh, I can, you know, I can drop my rate and the monthly savings that we've seen for clients over the past year are just astronomical. Um, They have popped up a little bit since um, the beginning of the year after the election, now that things are recovering a little bit, Um, you know, the average rate for 2021 so far published by Freddie Mac is still at, you know, 3.2 average rate. Amazing. Um, so even though they've popped up a little bit, I mean, in my career, I've, I've just not seen rates like this before. No, um, never. So, you know, when you're looking at, you know, different lender comparisons and you're looking at credit unions and banks and um, through my career, I've worked for, you know, definitely some large banks and ultimately, you know, the difference in um, the difference in interest rates, like from bank to bank, um, when you look at what that actually, you know, the difference in payment for what you're actually getting. Um, it could be the difference of actually getting into a house or not by making sure. sure that, you know, you do, you do have that right team and, and some solid financing. Um, I did a little rate comparison just cause I'm a total nerd. And um, I looked back to rates in t- 2018 when we did our first show and the average rate published by Freddie Mac was four and a half per, <clears throat> excuse me, four and a half percent. Oh my goodness. So average rates today at 3.2%. So one and a quarter percent difference. One and a quarter percent difference. So if you look at, you know, people are kind of like, oh gosh, I don't know. Prices are getting so out of control. When you actually do the math, like on a $700,000 house, 20% down payment at that 4.54%, 
even with appreciation of a hundred thousand on that same house, mm -hmm. your payment would be a hundred dollars lower. Oh, wow. At today's interest rate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think that just to really look at the numbers and to analyze the, um, the affordability factor, even though, you know, we've, we've seen quite a bit of appreciation. I think Seattle sure. market is what 5.9% year over year from, from yeah. last year. And that's not even East side. That's just Seattle. Right. Um, you know, there's still, you're still buying, you're buying a higher purchase price in a lot of cases, but your payment's still going to be lower. Yeah. It's amazing. Is it correct that a 1% change in interest rate, is it about a 10% change in buying power Yes, for the same um, mortgage amount? For the, for same, the same mortgage payment. amount. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we, if we have takeaways too, I have a couple of, um, of, pieces of collateral pieces that I can share that are really interesting. I think we shared them back in, um, in 2018 and I still have the same software. So you oh, can look it. and it's a moving graph that shows, you know, purchase price versus interest rate and where that buying power goes. I love those charts. Absolutely. If you're just tuning in today, we have Vanessa Rimkus with Fairway Mortgage on the show and we will have all of these charts on our website after the show nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast because it's pretty powerful when you see those numbers and how they break down um, with the interest rate versus purchase price and what that really looks like and that's a conversation i have with my clients all the time which is you know for the time that we're together for the time that i'm helping a client through the purchase process we're all about the, the end, the big number, right? The sales price. Um, but really what matters is the monthly number, the mortgage check that they have to write every 30 days. And that's really where working with the right lender and working early with a lender, that's the other conversation I have with my clients a lot is, you know, it's, I think sometimes people are confused on the order, which is you find a house and then find a lender. No, no, no. You have to find the lender before you find the house. Uh, because these are the conversations that are really good and important to have before you get into a house. I believe you cannot effectively evaluate whether or not a property is the right one for you or not if you don't have the mortgage information because you need to know what the payment's going to be and all of those other things so you can look at the full picture. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, um, it's really interesting too because um, I do have clients that are like, hey, you know, we're, we're thinking about about starting our search, but we're just not quite sure yet. We're, you know, we're gonna kind of hold off on applying. And I mean, I try to encourage clients to apply as early as possible. It's surprising sometimes for clients what shows up on their credit report mm -hmm. that maybe they weren't expecting or didn't know about, possibly like those sneaky medical collections every once in a while where, you know, maybe you just didn't get it or didn't get forwarded to the correct address, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of pre-work that we can do to help clean that kind of stuff up. Um, in addition to um, just the actual full pre-approval process. So if a client comes in and um, and does, you know, completes their application, just because I tell them they're approved for a gazillion dollars, that doesn't mean that they want the gazillion dollar payment on a monthly basis. Right. <laughs> so we work really closely with clients just to make sure that, you know, they, they may think that they want to buy, you know, an $800,000 house. And then, you know, we do the payment breakdown and the numbers, they factor in the closing costs, um, taxes, insurance, you know, there's, there's all of the things that go into it. 
Um, and sometimes they're surprised by the payment. And, you know, even with rates being low and the, the payments being lower than they typically are, um, I just think um, if you almost reverse engineer the numbers to make sure that they're in their comfortable zone is really, really important. It's a whole financial picture, not just a mortgage. Absolutely. Well, and it also plays into, and we were talking about this a little bit before the show, because the market is as strong as it is, it is likely that a buyer will be competing. And when they're competing, you start waiving contingencies. Mm -hmm. And one of the contingencies that is fairly common to waive right now in a competitive situation is the financing contingency, um, which is a big one. And it's in many cases, it's what's needed in order to be successful in the competitive bidding, but there are risks with it. And those are risks that you need to have a solid conversation with your lender about. So, you know, going into it exactly what you're agreeing to so that you don't have some surprises along the way. So I would love to touch on that with you, um, with what are, what are some things buyers need to know? What are some things they can be doing ahead of time to make sure that when they're in that situation, they're making the right decision? Absolutely. And that's where the pre-planning comes in too, right? Yeah. So um, as lenders, when we initially take loan application, um, typically it starts online. Um, it starts with a conversation. We go through kind of the process and then they complete a loan application. Once a lender reviews the application, they can get a pretty good gauge on where the numbers are going to work. We'll calculate out debt to income ratios. We'll review credit um, and we'll review um, basically the, the breakdown of income especially in our area, we do have a lot of clients that um, have additional commission, bonus income, that sort of yeah. thing. So a lot of times when clients fill out their loan application, they fill it out with like, oh, here's where I'm at right now. But as lenders, we use some different averages and you know we do different breakdowns for income. So a lot of times the, in the income specifically that clients input into an application is not, um, not the number that we're actually going to use. So um, at that first step, um, there are some lenders, credit unions, or banks where you'll put in that information, they spit out the pre-approval to you, and then that's your piece of paper, and that's what they're going out house shopping for. They may have a brief conversation with the lender, but they think they're good to go. Mm-hmm. Well, in that situation, you're not going to be in a, um, in a competitive advantage to be able to waive those contingencies. So what we've been doing, um, well, that's a pre-qualification um, where that's not that's not what I do on my end um, and probably not what a lot of lenders are doing also. Um, but we go the next step and um, we review all of their financials, the so W-2s, pay stubs, um, tax returns if required, and we look at their, um, their available funds. We put together a plan and, um, and issue a pre-approval letter. Because the markets have been so crazy, we are encouraging clients to go through the next step, which is pre-underwriting. And really, once a client is pre-underwritten, that means we submit all of your financials in, you sign a set of just preliminary disclosures, so there's a little bit more paperwork up front. But once you have the underwriter's quote-unquote blessing, on how you have um, put these financials together with their approval letter, you have a fully underwritten pre-approval. Um, what that means is, um, is you're not just going out with a willy-nilly piece of paper. You're not going um, out with just your, your lender's pre-underwrite. 
for your loan officer, mm-hmm. you actually have the underwriter who is going to ultimately be the decision maker once um, you do find a property. Um, and so it really speeds up the process when you have that full underwriter blessing. And it makes clients feel a lot more comfortable in waiving some of these contingencies. The financing contingency, um, if it's waived, means that um, if you've put down earnest money up front, um, if your financing falls through and you've waived your financing contingency, you're at risk for losing that earnest money. Right. And what are the two big risks with waiving the financing? I think it's, is it job loss and the appraisal? Yeah, so the, the two biggest things that come up, um, and it's, it's not as much of an issue um, this year as maybe it was last year with the crazy COVID thing that hit because mm-hmm. there was some job pauses and, um, you know, some some clients that maybe weren't fully back to work yet when there was the shutdown. Um, but really, um, if a client is at risk of losing their job or switching jobs, that would be a red flag, um, definitely for not waiving financing contingencies, because we put together all of these approvals based off of your current income. Got it. The second um, big thing is low appraisal. And in such a competitive market, there's a lot, I mean, Nicole, you'll probably touch on this too, but just because a house is listed for X amount does not mean that it's going to sell for that. Clients are needing to be prepared to, um, to escalate. And sometimes if clients escalate high enough, that appraisal or the appraised value for the property may not support that purchase price. Right. Exactly. Which means then they are on the hook for a, their down payment based on the percentage of the appraised value, plus the difference between the appraised value and the sales price. Correct. Correct. So as lenders, um, when that appraisal comes back, um, if it does come in lower than the purchase price, there's a couple of options. Um, They're able to make up the difference, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, In some instances, let's say they were putting down a a large down payment. Um, They also can, you know, change the terms a little bit to be able to change their down payment amount. Because as lenders, we will, we'll calculate all of our numbers for how much we will lend based off of the lesser of the purchase price or appraised value. Got it. Okay. So those are the, the two big things that we are seeing. So if, um, if somebody is, you know, not quite sure if they're going to stay with their job, if they're feeling like things are a little shaky, um, you know, that, that may not be the person to, to waive that specific contingency. Perfect. Um, some of our clients too, touching on that low appraisal piece, um, some of our clients um, that initially were coming in with larger down payments, 20, 30, 40% down, they're deciding to maybe put in their offer, putting down a little bit less than planned so that they have room and um, some reserves to be able to come in with that difference for low appraisal. Perfect. That sounds awesome. And knock on wood, I know at least personally, we've always been able to figure it out, um, but it's one of those when you have the right team, when you have this conversation matters and having this conversation before you go under contract on a house and have to worry about an appraisal is a much better time because then you're calm. You can talk through all of your options and you can go into it educated and knowing, okay, if this happens, this is how I'm going to deal with it versus not having these conversations, which is what happens if you do a 
we'll say not a fly by night, but like you said, a lot of people, it is so convenient. You can do an online mortgage application and, and they can even do one with you. Right. Um, and that's great. I love that part. Cause you just upload all your stuff and it's super duper easy, but you still need to, to talk with someone who can set you up with the right strategy so that when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, in the middle of escrow, when you're 10 days away from closing, if that appraisal doesn't come in at the value you need, that is not the minute to have to figure out your plan B. Um, and that's something that I know you talk about. I talk about with my clients all the time. Like we have plan B and sometimes even plan C before we even start the search process so that everybody's clear on what it's going to be. And then the client feels empowered moving forward, whatever, however it works out and whatever decision they make. Absolutely. They know kind of where their risk profile is. Right. And you know, a lot of times we've been ordering rush appraisals for clients too, when they have escalated um, a little bit higher and they, they're, they're a little bit squeamish. Sure. Um, and we've been able to get some really fast appraisals done that come back and, you know, knock on wood, um, the majority of appraisals are coming back supporting value. But with, um, with some of the more competitive situations where people did have to exercise some really large escalations, um, they, they are starting to come in a little bit low. We are starting to see it now. Yeah. And that makes sense. Um, seems like as we go through the year, knock on wood, usually it gets better because there's more sales data to draw from. It's harder in the beginning of the year when there isn't as much sales data to draw from, or the market's changed dramatically, like in the spring versus what it was in, you know, the winter and things like that. Exactly, exactly. Well, and it's not exactly like we've had a ton of inventory out here. So I've been hearing some crazy stories. I know that um, that there there are a lot of people, um, a lot of people moving to our area and a lot yeah. of people that, you know, maybe have outgrown their homes um, or first time home buyers that are just starting the search and they're just like, wow, is it always like this? And it's yeah. like, oh, it sure is not. But we we just need to make sure that we really set up our clients to be successful, to be able to compete in this market. Yes, absolutely. Well, and we've been kind of talking about it this whole show, but, you know, a the mortgage market interest rates, you know, what it looks like when you waive financing, but let's talk a little bit about your team. I mean, admittedly, we just did, uh, had some, a transaction together. We had some clients close. I helped them with a buying portion of it and you helped them with the mortgage and it was great. They were first time home buyers and bless their hearts. They were going to go use a bank where it was just you input your stuff and they spit out a pre-approval letter and off you go. There was no, like, let's sit down with meet with someone. Let's understand the differences and the different types of mortgages and the strategy and all of that. You know, they, they, they would have had a pre-approval letter and they would have had a good interest rate, but all this other stuff in the middle would not have happened with this other place. And I said, you know, gosh, you got to do whatever it makes you comfortable, but I think it might be worth chatting with, with you, Vanessa at Fairway. And, and in the middle of the transaction, she, she, the client commented, she said, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we use Vanessa. I can't imagine having tried to figure this out on my own, the whole like DIY, just because it's on the internet and you can access all this information. It's not the same as when you're in the heat of the moment, you're trying to figure out like, gosh, there's all these options, but really what's the right one for me? So yeah, no, they were so wonderful to work with. And, um, and I think, I think it just goes back to you have to find the people that are comfortable with you and the people that are really passionate about what they do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's, you know, loan officers that just sit behind a desk and they run through applications and send through approvals and that sort of thing. 
But really, like if you have a lender that's really passionate about what they do, um, it's 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 a lot different and it's a lot different game because these 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 loan files, um, they're <laughs> you know they're not loan files. These are clients, and yeah. it, you're not buying a pair of jeans. Like right. you're buying yeah. a house, and it's a place for your family, and it gets really emotional too. So. You know, I feel like you you and I were probably in the same boat where in such a competitive market, we turn into cheerleaders. Um, oh, yeah. we, turn in, <laughs> we turn into counselors and some therapists, not licensed, not saying that, but no. I mean, it, there's a lot that goes into it. So um, it's a lot of communication along the way, mm -hmm. um, making sure everybody's on the same page, making sure that you and I are communicating sure. um, and staying, um, staying really, really focused on every little piece of the transaction. Yeah. And that is an important piece, like you said, to make sure that your lender and your agent are in communication. Um, anytime I go to submit an offer for a client, I always check with you as the lender of, hey, this is what we're doing from a number standpoint. This is what we're doing from a closing standpoint in terms of timing. Are we all okay? So that we're not, you know, I'm not creating a scenario that then makes it difficult for you as a lender to, you know, oh my gosh, you gave us two weeks to close. That doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, no, I so appreciate I that. I know that, I, you're, you've always been so amazing to work with and it's, and it's so true. I mean, one of the, one of the reasons that uh, I am at Fairway, um, mm -hmm. I mean, they have amazing core values and just an amazing team, but um, one of our, our big, big things is that we can close quickly. Yeah. And so we've been able to swoop in save transactions um, when, you know, there's some other lenders that are like, oh, we, we can't get an appraiser out there, or, you know, we've, we've run into a roadblock, like things will come up sometimes, that's fine, but it's how quickly you can roll and how yeah. quickly you can solve them. But our, um, our close time that we aim for for purchases is 21 days. But when clients go through the pre-underwriting process and all their financials have already been reviewed mm -hmm. and blessed by the underwriter, um, you know, if you're in a really competitive situation, we can, we can close in two weeks if we need to. So, you know, sometimes that's attractive for a seller. Sometimes they need more time, but, you know, ultimately to be able to perform with a solid team, to be able to do that is really, really a nice relief on my end. Yay. That's Yay. awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today and celebrating our three-year anniversary. We've Yay. had Vanessa Rimkus with Fairway Mortgage on the show with us. Check out the website, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast for some awesome stats. Take care, everybody, and have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Thanks, Nicole.